Hey, it's A. Hey, it's B. And this is T with A and B presented by the WNBA. It is the end of our second season of the T. Time flies. And the end of our regular seasons, unfortunately. <laughs> it's the end of two seasons for us. Exactly. It. It's been like long but it was like quick like it was fast for some reason yeah <laughs> and what it always feels like that like when we're in the season i'm like this is taking forever and then at yeah. the end I'm like, hey, i know it's quick <sighs> Ooh, it's never yeah. easy when obviously you don't reach your goals i yeah. went to the finals and to be honest i thought we were going to <laughs> Uh, chicago came out playing no games with us and they continue playing no games because they freaking won yes <laughs> They were on a mission for sure. <laughs> yeah, same with you. You guys played uh, Phoenix. Yeah, that was a whew, five games. Like, I don't know what it is, but it must be like a semifinal five game thing with us because we went to five games with Con last last yeah. year, five games with Phoenix this year. But it was a hard fought series. Like, I feel like we could have done better in some games and it put us in a bad situation. But mm-hmm. that's the way the cookie crumbles. But, you know, we always have next year. <laughs> always next year. You know, it's kind of crazy to me. And I was actually just talking to someone about this like yeah. phoenix losing like by 20 plus points in multiple games like in your series they lost by 20 plus mm-hmm. twice they lost by 36 to chicago that's mm-hmm. so great for semifinals and finals like i don't even like you know i joke around and say like the whole buffalo always button where like something happens and they just want the game to go on mm-hmm. but it's just really insane how even with us like we go from a good game one and then game two getting waxed now, granted, DT had one of the best games of her life, I think. But, like, it's just weird how it's, like, we do the same exact thing we did to win. Why is it just so different yeah. this time? It was pretty surprising, especially coming from a, a Phoenix standpoint. I mean, we have our, we're a roller coaster of a team. Everyone knows that. But when you think of Phoenix, it's kind of like, dang, it was different. It was fun to watch, yeah. though. Because uh, DT took a page out of that Jordan documentary, trying to start a fight with Jackie. She's like, I took that personally. And then have 40. <laughs> the thing is, of all people, Jackie, like, I don't, Jackie doesn't even talk in our huddles, let alone. Like, what could she phone. possibly have said to set you off? There's nothing Jackie would have, like, Just, I knew like, Jackie talking in the game. Like, even on defense, like, I got help. Never heard that even. Nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even know. She doesn't even call out a screen. So I'm like... <laughs> Jackie, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Right, Jackie, I know. She was looking for something to get her going, and it it worked. Yeah, it did, but I don't know about Jackie, though. Like, I know. She could have said, like, Liz or somebody. That's unbelievable. Yeah. What did Jackie say after? She, she, nothing. She's literally like, I don't know. (laughs) She just, like, shook her shoulders, like, I don't know. I'm like, Jackie. And this doesn't make sense, but hey, yeah. it helped her. So power yeah. to DC, man. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you learn about yourself and your team season? Like, what do you think your goals for next season are going to be? Um, I think I have to be more like assertive. Uh, I think I kind of just go with the flow because that's just the type of person that I am. Like, I'm not going to try to do anything, go out my way to do anything. But I think when I don't do that, we find ourselves in a very bad situation. So for me, I think I'm just going to insert myself more uh, the best way that I can and just know the value of two points and how important they are. What about you? Yeah, I would probably say the same. Like, sometimes I feel myself not being as aggressive as I need to be. 
And I feel like that hurts my team as well. So just trying to like stay in that mindset where you need to be aggressive because I feel like too, like sometimes you see other people doing it, like trying to do things and it's not working or, you know, whatever it is. But as like, I would say, obviously like you're the best player on your team. I'm one of the best players on my teams. Like it's kind of our responsibility to be, need to take charge when we need to. So I want to get better at that too as well. Yeah. And also, I mean, I'm not like a stat person, but I hate when I feel like I'm like, overshooting or like something like that. I don't know. It's something within. I'm like, all right, I'm shooting this thing too much. Like sometimes that's like good. (laughs) Yeah. No, I look, I feel the exact same. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'd be like, oh, I don't want to shoot it because I just shot it and I missed two times. Like, yeah. I don't want to shoot it again. Oh, I'm super full. Super 13. Okay, I'm throwing it up. I'm going to still shoot it, but I'm going to be kind of, <laughs> I got to spread it out a little bit. Well, I'm going to do my shot, but I'm going to feel bad about it. <laughs> I'm going to feel bad about it later. <laughs> so, Asia, after the game with Phoenix, like, how did you guys feel after? Like, what was the emotions going through your head? Um, Honestly, this was probably like the worst I've ever felt. Like I thought last year was tough, um, but I think I was just more upset at the fact that like I couldn't win one game, you know, like, dang, like we got swept. Um, And then again, you were like, okay, I'm leaving the bubble. So cool. I can't really cry over that much because I'm out. Mm -hmm. Um, But this year, I don't know what it was, but it was one of the toughest uh, games that I've ever kind of had to deal with, you know, and I still feel like I'm dealing with it, honestly. Uh, at days, there'll be days where I'm just like, dang, like, it, it's, it just doesn't seem real because you kind of feel like you have everything in order and you've done everything that you're supposed to do. But sometimes it's just not your time. And I honestly remember before I went into media, uh, first person I called was Coach Daly uh, because I feel like she was the only one that could, <clears throat> excuse me, really understand how I felt and because she's seen me in these positions so many times. Uh, and she just really said, you know, if you dwell on this, you're going to miss out when your time comes. So the mm-hmm. biggest thing is just take it and just understand, okay, this wasn't my year and then say, okay, how can I be better? What can I do differently? And it was really hard to deal with that. Cause like I said, you feel like you have it all. You feel like you've done it and everyone's just like, Oh, this Here, this is Vegas and all that but it's like within yourself you got that battle that you have to fight within yourself and if you feel like you didn't do what you needed to do or if you could have done more I think that's what hurts the most so for me it was not easy like and it was actually I can actually put this out here there was a video apparently that said that I collapsed on the court I did not (laughs) I didn't I was just yeah like it was so weird like I would get so many text messages from people saying oh my god I hope you're okay and I'm just like huh and that's when someone said that the video came out and said that I collapsed. So I didn't collapse. Uh, I was just crying my eyes out. But, uh, you know, I don't take anything for granted. And, and it, what's for me is for me, but it was definitely not a good feeling. So, yeah. and I'm pretty sure you felt the same way. Like, yeah, something from within, but we got next year. Try it again. We're young. <laughs> right. We really are. Okay. People tend to forget that. We're really, really young. And we're a part of franchises that are still growing. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Minnesota, with the legacy and the history that they have, they're still growing. So yeah, we got next year. <laughs> we got next year. We got next. <laughs> Can we say like Link's Aces final matchup next year? <laughs> yeah. We need to put that in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what about you, Fee? Yeah, it was really tough just because, um, you know, I really went into that game thinking we we're going to win it. Yeah. And especially because, you know, obviously Chicago's a good team, but you know, when like 
you beat a team so many times, you kind of, even though they're good, like Chicago's the kind of team that I've only lost to once since I've been with Minnesota. So right. they're a great team, but I just have that confidence. Like, you know, we'll pull it out somehow. So yeah. the fact that we came out and what's hardest is that I didn't have a good game. My team didn't have a good game. And like, that's the worst feeling. If you give it your all, you play well and they just beat you. Like right. that's something you can live with more, you know, mm-hmm. when you don't play well, like that really sucks. So you feel like there was so much left on the court and yes. you just keep going over it. Like what you could have done better. Like, so I think that's why this one was really hard. Um, but like you said, we got next year. There's so many things I want to work on as a player, right. um, both like leadership wise and like skill wise and everything. So I'm excited for the future. You know, we're young. Like you said, we have a lot of time. So I just want to kind of, you know, get to next season. Yes, for sure. I agree with you there. There's also been a lot of talk about changing the format of like playoffs and getting rid of elimination games and like doing a full like series is like at the beginning. How do you feel about that? Like, what's your take on that? I definitely agree with that. And I just want to preface this by saying I'm not making excuses for why we lost at all. Like Chicago is a great team. They won the championship. Yeah. Obviously a great team. They came out really well. But I do feel like, um, you know, it kind of hurt us almost being the second seed because we're in a one game elimination still. But like Chicago was able to play games before them, like stay in that groove, you know, and like I feel like that actually does kind of hurt us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so again, I'm not making excuses. Like we did not play well. Chicago played very well. They deserve to win. Um, but you know, I do think that like format needs to change. It needs to be like, at least even if they don't jump to five, like make it a three. Right. Or, you know, like in the NBA, they do it where if we win one game, like we get to advance, but they have to win two because we're the higher seed. Like there needs to be some advantage to us having that. Cause right now I almost feel like it's a disadvantage having that True. when you make it like, if you're still in the second you know, it's like a one game elimination. Yeah, I definitely feel that. That's why I'm like, some we say like, oh, double buy, double buy. But that is like a blessing and a curse because it's just like, we've been practicing for maybe a week. We maybe, we just got practice guys for playoffs and it's still not a real game. And you're meeting teams that have been playing a lot. Like maybe like a Phoenix that played from the jump all the way up. And like you said, they're in a groove. They've been playing these games. They already know how the flow of the game goes. Mm-hmm. And like you, they, you just come out and they hit you with the first punch and you're like, what the world? Like, yes, we may have a series to kind of clean it up, but at the end of the day, they're still coming in with the head full of steam. So I, I definitely understand exactly what you mean by that. Yeah. Okay. You guys just got practice players. Like, yeah. Why? why? What you mean, why? <laughs> we just got clean. We didn't have practice players until playoffs. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have, like, we were just playing against each other, if that, because we didn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, we didn't yeah. have practice players at all. Dang, yeah. Crazy. Wow, we got, we finding out people got practice players for a long time. That's we crazy. got them, I mean, you're allowed to have them after Olympic break. Oh, maybe they didn't show up until playoffs. <laughs> That's on you guys. Are you listening? You didn't prepare Vegas. That's on all of us. Come it's on. hard out here. We got to find people that's vaccinated. We got to find people that's good. Yeah. Like, you can't just have people come off the street and like, oh, I want to hoop. Like, no. Sure. <laughs> okay. Well, can we just jump real quick to your little pregame office? Oh Where are God. you getting those jersey dresses? <laughs> 
So I got to shout out Jersey Jags. He is uh, someone that's been doing a Jersey jerseys for me for a good bit of time. And I literally was like, you know what? I want to spice it up this year. We I haven't seen Jersey dresses. So I asked him if he does jerseys. He was like, yeah. So of course, 25 years, I wanted to celebrate like the legends of our game. So I was like, all right, let me get out these three really quickly. I was hoping to get three more, but the three was good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I was just, it was just something I was like, whatever like I kept the do-rag thing going it really brought back like 2000s vibes and mm-hmm. I love that so um that was awesome did you have a favorite yeah. um I really like the Cheryl Suits one because it's like really really vintage but I really liked all of them because it was like a different like time for each of like each of the yeah. legends so they, yeah they, I definitely, well you looked a little snatched I was like okay thank you sis <laughs> oh they look like tailored I'm like all right <laughs> Thank you, sis, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And like, just to see their reactions, hopefully I can get them to sign in and I'm going to like frame it and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> I'm sure if you asked, they would definitely say yes. Right. Maybe Coach Taylor would give me a hard time, but other than that, I think I'm going <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes. to lead a little bit, but the WNBA finals, congrats to Chicago again on winning yes. the title franchise's first ever WNBA championship. That's wild. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. And um, first, well, I just want to talk about Candace a little bit for a second. Like, that is such a cool story. Like, yes. I feel like they can make a movie about that or something. Like, that is incredible. Like, it's the story that you see in movies. Like, someone yeah. that gets drafted, they go away, they win there, they come back home, and they win it in their first yeah, year. Like, in the first year. That's like, incredible. Like, And when she called Layla over and she oh. was like, the joy on her face. Oh, my God. It was so cute. I couldn't take it. Like, that part, I was like, yeah, I'm like, I lost it. Like, that's, yeah. like, those are the moments that, like, you say you cherish, but when they look back on this, this is an epic story. Like, yeah. huge. Especially from a team like Chicago that was, what, 16 and 16 to end the season? Yeah. Like, I think that's also, like, it, I thought that was actually, like, a really cool story, too. It was, like, the 6 and 7 seed playing in the... Yes. That just yeah. shows that anyone can make it. Too. Okay, but like, it don't Everyone's matter. Good. Like, I don't want a one and two seed. I want something else. <laughs> right, I want the sixty. I want to be able to <laughs> give me eight. No, <laughs> Let me grind it out. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> right, we get in the season. We're like, okay, no, we need to be up. Because <laughs> yeah. that comes no, with I, you have your coaches like chirping yeah. here. But that was huge for them. Like it was just really happy. And then yeah. like KFC was killing it. Like, she took over the whole series. Dude, she, I I saw from, like, when, um, who's the first person they played? Who's their first series? Oh, Connecticut. I'm like, yeah, she's going to win MVP. Like, she was killing it. It was, like, a different mode. Like, she was just so locked in to see Kyle play like that. Like, I mean, when she was with us uh, in the Olympics, just the trials and stuff, I was just like, it's so she's so hard to guard because she's one of the quickest players in our league. Do not let her get in transition. Her first Stop step because is gone. <laughs> yes, like, that is just, it was so good to see that. And, like, especially, it goes to show how good our league really is from top to bottom, you know? Like, you have your superstars, you have your growing superstars and your franchise, but then you got the ones that are not necessarily role players, but they're just, like, really good at what they do. So, mm-hmm. shots outs to them for sure. 
Also, I wonder what they, they have so many people up for contract too next year. I wonder how spicy that's going to get. Yes, that is the team going to look the same. It's going to look completely different. Do we need like a pop-up like tea episode <laughs> when everyone's going through free agency? Just a little tea here, just dropping yeah. in. <laughs> and the first ever married couple in like sports history to win a... That's big time. That's awesome. Yes, that's big time for them. I know that household is happy, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just to wake up in the morning and be like, ah, champions. Yeah. Like, who's ever going to reach that couple goal again? That is a couple goal right there. Wow. Some people just wear matching pajamas. Some people win a championship together. Championships. There, you got two people. <laughs> <laughs> different people. So, the media has been buzzing about current and former players and coaches talking about changes to the league. And Asia, you're actually quoted as saying just being treated like a professional athlete. Break that down for us. What are you talking about? Give us like my thing. Yeah, like I feel like it just shouldn't be a drop off from when we come from college to pros. Like I think we're probably the only league that really has that drop off. And like there's a major difference. And it just comes down to just being like a professional athlete, like being treated like one. And we can talk about salary and all this stuff, but like I don't know about you, but I would love to fly private to a game. That's like the most, I think the most important like next step that needs to happen at least. Okay. I understand like it's very, very expensive and during the year, but for playoffs, you should, there needs to be like, right. a, it needs to be put into the budget where you're flying, especially like Connecticut, Vegas. Like if you guys were like, that's across the country. If that was the theory, exactly. And I'm like, and it's even little things like, even we have to wait at like baggage claim a little bit. Yeah. Like that, that there needs to be charges. It shouldn't be that way. And yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like, Oh, I'm happy. I get a room to myself for now instead of waiting four years before I get a room to myself. But like those things like that, I feel like it shouldn't be because it's super sketchy when we land and there's like 10 people there wanting my autograph. And it's like, you literally tracked this fight. You knew we we're going to be here at this time. And now you want me to like sign this stuff. Like that there is just really creepy to me. And I feel like, no, that should, we should have to go through that. Like, I love I the support. Wonder, like, do they know we have to come in at this date? Like, how do right? they know? Like, it's just, it's weird timing. And they'd be at the hotel. I'm like, now you know where I stayed. Like, it was, it was super weird. Like, I was leaving, leaving Phoenix to go get some dinner. And I came back to a hotel at like, 9 30 10 o'clock and this guy's just like waiting there with a picture of me i'm like how did you know i left like what is this what are the it's so weird so that right there is no not yeah not <laughs> yeah okay so before we go to break we've got to give some props presented by the WNBA, where we highlight someone who has been crushing it on the court sophie who are you shouting out this week i mean how can we not be giving props to kfc her playoff performance was stellar throughout the series. The Mercury just couldn't quite figure out how to guard her, and now she's a champion. And what a journey she's been on, not starting until last year, and now she's a WNBA Finals MVP. How about you? Yeah, she truly was just killing it. But I'm going to keep it with Chicago as well, and I got to give Courtney Vandersloot her flowers. She killed it the whole, like, season. She was a floor general for Chicago, like, through everything that they've been through for Chicago, she almost like she nailed a triple double during the semifinals and the second in playoff history with first coming from the one and only Cheryl Swoops. And she almost got another one last night too. So she is just the playmaker floor general for the Chicago offense. So props to Courtney for sure. Yeah. Thanks to you guys. Seriously. Okay. We'll be right back after this quick break. 
Welcome back, everybody. We're gonna look back to our season as a whole. Uh, it wasn't exactly a normal season, uh, still during a pandemic, but at least we weren't in the bubble fee. You know, we were together like a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole time when we were in the bubble the first time. Mm-hmm. But now we were on different sides, you know. But we had fans in the stands, uh, which was just incredible. So what was it like to play, especially in Minnesota, where you guys' fans were like locked in all the time, probably annoying, but I still love them. <laughs> they love me because we do our podcast. <laughs> what was it like seeing uh, fans in the stands for you, Fee? Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, like you said, we do have great fans in Minnesota. They are diehards there. So even though, um, you know, before the break, especially, we didn't have like full capacity. So it wasn't, but I still felt like it was super loud. And like the people who were there were still cheering as hard as they could. Like they were so committed, so loyal. So that was awesome. So I had a great time. And then hopefully next year will be, you know, shoot. I hope it's a little bit back to back. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Plus... Talking about a crazy season, there was the, the Olympics in the middle of the season, which we've talked about a lot. But the best part of 2021 season for me was, um, you know, the Olympics. Like, that's always been – we've talked about this a million times, but I yeah. just need to say, like, that's always been a dream of mine. I got my tattoo already. You already know. Like, <laughs> it was just such a cool experience. And even though it was COVID protocol, yeah. we were still in Tokyo. We still, like, got – when we stood up on that, like, podium, it was just, like, oh. the best like ever so yes i, I gotta say the olympics definitely yeah. chicago so <laughs> yes yeah, definitely the same for me like when we stood up on that podium and i know I, I remember hearing like other olympians say like when you're on that podium you hear your national anthem like it's a different feeling when it really is because it's like wow i'm an olympian like we just did that like <laughs> this is major for us so the olympics had to be a highlight for this season for sure yes also something new happening there's a new pro basketball league in the u.s athletes unlimited is going to tip off in january and run for five weeks natasha cloud of the mystics was the first player to sign with sydney colson and ty young also signed there's 44 total players will be in the league it's a mix of like current and former WNBA players as well as talent um, from like a wider pool in the u.s and international players so that's pretty cool yeah, I think it's also just like a good way of where like players don't have to go overseas, you know, and they can still kind of make a name for themselves here in the U.S. And it's huge. Um, and congrats for them for starting this. This is like big time. I haven't really got enough info on it, but I know it's like you don't really have a team owner. Like you get mm-hmm. a different team pretty much every time. Like you're just really out there just hooping. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool to see that. And shout out to, you know, Natasha, Sydney, and Ty for starting up and being the face of it. Yeah. And if you aren't familiar with Athletes Unlimited Leagues, they let players earn points based on both team performance and personal stats. And teams are redrafted on a weekly basis. So like you said, different teams, um, similar yeah. to like a fantasy scoring setup. Um, Some all-time greats play in the league's other sports like volleyball's Jordan Larson and softball's Kat um, Osterman, who just retired, by the way. Do you think that basketball will catch on? Like, do you think it'll be a good fit for WNBA players, in your opinion? I think it will. I think, honestly, um, it'll pick up something. I don't know necessarily just WNBA players, but I think just for players as a whole that want that opportunity to play, I think it gives them a chance to – 
kind of showcase that. And you never know what happens when you showcase your talent. Uh, you mm-hmm. can get an overseas contract, you can get a training camp uh, mm-hmm. thing for us. So that's huge. And, you know, the athletes play to earn money for a chosen charity as well. And we've talked about how important it is to give back and to be outspoken about issues that we care about. So this is an opportunity to like really put your money where your mouth is and kind of just like play for them. So yeah, yeah, me too. And you know what, Asia, on that note, we have to take another break. Quick one, quick break. Don't worry, we'll be right back. We're going to dive right in to season superlatives. I used to love superlatives. I was always like, most athletic you know yeah. stuff that kind of gives it away like i wanted something different at least i didn't get class it wasn't class clown so that's a plus <laughs> <laughs> but season superlatives who are we going with with best style dude i have to say i actually like diamond's outfits like a lot she looks like and she styles herself like that's super yeah. cool that's and it like fits her like it's crazy like i feel like if i were to put that on i'll be like what the hell i will look crazy <laughs> I would look like a kiss a uh, rock star. But when she puts it on, she wears it so well. So yes, I know. Diamond, best yeah, best Yeah. Okay, who do you got for best trash talker? Jackie Young. Jackie Young. <laughs> Jackie Young. Best trash talker. That's me. <laughs> All right, Jackie Young, best trash talker. She said one word and she got it. And it got it lit. <laughs> Most entertaining on or off the court. Hmm. Hmm. That one's, you know what? I'm going to say most entertaining for off the court, Courtney Williams. <laughs> and uh, Jessica Breland. <laughs> Featured Kalani Brown. Trying to break it up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm not doing this with me, everyone. <laughs> most entertaining can i just say like sydney colson i think because she when she's on twitter and she talks her talk and she's sydney i would have to say most entertaining has to go to he's hilarious she's the queen of just like being just childish so yes sydney that's you (laughs) yeah all right teammate with the best snacks I'm going to have to give this thing to myself because, like, my teammates love to eat my snack, and I don't know why. Yes, treats at the Olympics. Okay, see, I'm always <laughs> a snack fanatic. Like, I'm always having some type of snack, uh, so I would have to say myself, I love snacks. All right, I'm going to go to Asia Wilson. Best snack. <laughs> best teammate with snacks. Player most likely to miss the buzz. For us, it'd be AP. <laughs> For us, it'll be Liz <laughs> or <Yeah>. Angel. <laughs> <laughs> that one's fun. I'd like to hear other people's for that one. Right. <laughs> All right. Celebrity you'd most like to see rock your jersey? Will Smith. Ooh, you knew that off the dome? That yeah. <laughs> I got to say that. Will Smith. Good one. Oh. <laughs> Dude. Let me think for a second. That's a good one. Ooh, um, you know who I love? I'm going to say like, uh, even though this is so random, I would say like Denzel Washington because I freaking love him. If you were my jersey, I would freak out. <laughs> I like it. That's that's pretty legit. I think we can make this happen. We need to like spread the word. Denzel, Denzel 
Will, wear our jerseys. <laughs> wear like the black one. I like the black one, Will. So if you like, yeah, we got to send Will a black one. <laughs> Will, you could just even say my name. You don't have to. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> favorite, favorite tea episode this season. Hmm. Ooh. That's hard. I really liked the one with Don. That one was fun. Like, huh. about you. Yeah, I guess that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was all for just spilling Asia's tea and dirty laundry. So yeah, Coach Daly had to be a good one. Yeah, she was good. Well done, Don. Well done, Donnie. <laughs> well, you know, we can't end the season without one last game of start, bench, cut. And we're going to go with cities the W could expand to. So we got Nashville, Portland, or Oakland. You're on the clock, Steve. Okay. I'm going to cut Portland. Actually, I'm going to cut Oakland. I'm going to cut... I'm going to cut Oakland. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to bench Portland. Okay. And I'm going to start St. Louis. Okay, okay, okay. I'll okay. start Nashville. <laughs> I was about to say, because St. Louis is not on there, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll start Nashville. See, okay. I, I think I'm going to have to... This is tough. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to cut Oakland. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bench Nashville because it's kind of like I think a, a WNBA team there would be really good and I'm going to have to start Portland because I feel like I'll just be really dope like to have yeah. a team there just to go yeah. so yeah <laughs> well it's time to um, talk about the namesake of our podcast <laughs> we got to spill the tea one last time for the season so Asia you better make it a good one what's the hottest tea you got the hottest tea. I don't have any tea, tea. Oh, I got my nose pierced. <gasps> Let me see. Cute. Thank you. <laughs> so I got my nose pierced. No one's really ever seen me because I've just been in my house. But I was just sitting at a hibachi place with uh, Jackie and Chelsea. And we were like, let's go do it. And yeah, it was about 10 o'clock, super sketchy place uh, in Vegas. And I almost fainted afterwards. So did it hurt? It didn't. But I think I psyched myself up so much that like I just was about to lose it. But I like the outcome. So, yeah, that's the tea for me. I have a nose piercing now. And yeah. (laughs) What about you? What's the tea? Did they get one too? Did they get one too? Jackie did. Jackie got one too. That's funny. So, yes. The tea that I have, <laughs> my tea. I need to get some good tea. Yeah, like let's go. Let's dive. Podcast it. appropriate. <laughs> um, my tea would probably be that, dude. I don't know. I don't have any good tea. See, I was in the same boat. Pierced. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, I got a tattoo. I got a family tattoo. No one's okay. really- so there's little dots. There's five dots, but it's yes. the birth order. So like the first dot on my dad's arm would be a circle, but mine is the fourth because I'm fourth in line. So my fourth oh. is a circle. That is so cute. Yeah. 
Oh, I love that tea. That was so nice. <laughs> I love how our tea, our tea is like piercings and tech. Body modification, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so that's all we got. Well, we always ask our guests this, but now I'm going to ask you, do you have anything you want to plug, promote uh, for the off season? What's going on in Bee's life? Yeah, I mean... First of all, I want to plug our podcast. You know, we have two seasons. This is our second season. So I definitely want people to um, go listen to our other seasons. And then if you listen to all those and you are on road trips with your family or whatever, there's a bunch of other podcasts with Just Women's Sports. So go listen to those. And then also, if you're hoopers out there, go um, sign up for Through the Lens. It's a basketball training app where you can um you know watch workouts and listen to like people like carmel anthony trey young me candace parker about how that's where we are watch us work out it's really cool um, yeah yeah just to piggyback off of this our podcast like if you need an excuse to tune out your family you know grab your airpods whatever you have uh during the holidays and just re-listen to some episodes of the tea with Anfi because it's going to be fire uh but for me you know Burnt Wax Candle Company. Let your house be smelling good. We got fall collection dropping soon. My head is hurting because I sniffed so many scents. But uh, I got my coffee beans. But um, I'm super excited just to launch our fall collection. So, yes, if you haven't got Burnt Wax in your home, definitely go check us out. Uh, so, yeah, any final thoughts on season two of the tea? We did. It's here, y'all. We're done. It's our last one. We're going to miss you guys so much for the off season, but you know, we want to thank you all so much for listening and don't forget to follow on Apple podcast, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. For the last time this season, our show is produced by Just Women Sports. For more great sports content, go to justwomensports.com. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter and YouTube channel and follow along on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm Nafisa. And I'm Asia, and you've been listening to Tea with A&B, presented by the WNBA.